Welcome to Mike and Marty from the Berg. On this episode, we talk opening week of the Pirates baseball. Home opener was today. We're filming on Thursday. Uh, we got Penguins recap for their week. A little Steelers talk. It's the Masters. Me and Mike give our predictions for the Masters. Recap Final Four and Championship game for March Madness. Very disappointing game. Uh, and uh, we got... Uh, an old segment coming back, a little grinding my gears. Woo! Mike, I wish let's let's take it back. We're gonna talk about the pirates. Let's take it back a week. Last Thursday, we were one and I felt good. Good win. What the hell happened? I wish we could stay. Stay, go back in time, and just stay pre-pirate season, because every time the season starts, it just it's not it's not good for anybody. It's not good. I mean, we started it great. We were one and zero. I felt good. I was like, oh yeah, this team could get the seventy wins. And then we hit a buzzsaw, and we forgot how to play offense and pitch. Before we get into anything that more negative, I just want to start off on one positive note. Yes. We're four and one. Four and one in the last five home openers, excluding last se- last season's COVID season. So I think we're gonna pull it out today, even though we're down three two. That's the only Yeah, we're down three two currently, top of the eighth. Uh oof. I hope we pull it out. You know what? Let's just say it right now. Yes, huge win today by the Buccos. Huge win. Home opener against the Cubs. Uh back on track. Two and five, back on track. God, I hope we can manifest this into reality. <laughs> I really hope we can. We are one and zero with a healthy Cabrian Hayes. Hey, that's another thing to look forward to when he comes back. When he comes back, we're we're on pace. We're on pace. He's the guy. He's the go-to man. We're a different team. We're yeah. a different team. Yeah. Um, I was gonna badmouth Polanco a lot, but he he's playing pretty well today. Uh, so I'm not going to do that, but he has been playing like uh, just absolute dog crap. Uh, he can't hit the ball. He's that long, like lanky swing that never contacts on anything. It looks like he's going like two miles per hour. Um, hasn't made any embarrassing errors in the outfield, which is good to see. The man's arm is shot, though. He looks like an old man out there throwing the baseball. Um, Mike, you could probably throw a better ball than him. Um, but it's just disappointing. We got duped, Mike. I thought they were going to be better than this. I really did. I thought – I think our division's up for grabs. I think anyone can win it, uh, I guess, except for us because oof. Oof. As of before today's game, today's game not in consideration, we are tied for the second most runs allowed in the whole league at 42, while tied for third lowest, third lowest runs scored for at uh, – just, just third lowest runs scored. We can't score runs, and we give up too many runs. It's only six games in. We can't condemn them yet, but they are garbage. They're they're not playing well. Hang on, Mike. I'm gonna find a pitcher that's just he's he's you know done really well for us so far. Let's see here. Looking at the stats, I mean, uh, Colin Moran's got two home runs. That's pretty good. Philip Evans is actually playing like a beast. Philip Evans, Phillip he's got a nice bat. Two home runs, three RBIs. He's batting like 360. He's a beast. He's our guy. Um, oh my gosh, it's so tough. I. I have four positive guys. Philip Evans, you just said one. 
Colin Moran's. He's playing right. He's playing right about where we expected. Not too good, but not terrible. He's pretty good. He's pretty solid. Nothing crazy. When Cabrian Hayes gets back, he's gonna be the guy. He's only on the uh, um, IR for like another week, and he'll be back. Brian Reynolds. He looks like he's gonna be solid for us all year. Those are the only four positives I have. I'm trying. <laughs> trying to find a picture dude i'm trying it's really hard to find someone who i'm like yes this guy he can do something sam howard i do like sam howard uh he's one and one he did give up some runs the his one loss game but you know we're not gonna worry about that um rich uh rich rod rich rod's played well he hasn't given up any runs um let's see i was a big underwood guy then he got rocked against the reds real hard um brew baker i like brew baker He's, his his uh, ERA is 2.25. Uh, and um, he's hitting 1,000 on the season. He rakes, absolutely rakes as a pitcher. He does rake. He's a pitcher that rakes. Dude, that was a great game. It was a, the Reds game, and they were, the pitchers were going back and forth and just hitting balls off each other, which was hilarious. Wait, real quick, talking about pitchers who wake, rake, what's that one guy's name? Um, Otani, who does he play for? Otani. Oh, the, the, the Asian guy that bats and pitches. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he's, he goes yard. Nice for the Angels. Yes, he rakes. He's a pitcher that rakes. He's absurd. Or maybe but, he's um, a hitter that he's a hitter that just throws the sauce. <laughs> he's a hitter that pitches. <laughs> yeah, it depends. What it depends which one uh, he is. But um, yeah, tough tough start for the Pirates. Maybe they'll turn around. I don't know. They need Cabrian Hayes back. That's, what that's they a start. Need. That's a start. <laughs> that's um, the first shovel in the ground. That's a start. It really demoralized me because. Was it Chad Cool who pitched and just absolutely got rocked against the Reds? Or was it – no. It was uh, – I don't know. Clay Holmes also just gets rocked every time he goes and pitches. He stinks. Um, I don't know. They'll figure it out, hopefully. Hey. It's it's not looking great. It's just not looking drafts, great. That's all the there is to say. July, we have the number one pick in July. We have that going for us. We might get the number one pick for next year. Woo! So it's just stuff like that we got to look forward to as Pyre fans, and it sucks. It really does. It's just um, tough because we're just prepping them to eventually go to the, the San Diego Padres or the Yankees or the, the Houston Astros. We just get them good enough so they can start their career somewhere else. Yeah, we, we really they really just – dude, you know what made me really sad? Um, I was watching. Um, so obviously I, I bet on uh, no runs in the first inning because I think betting tip for MLB – Betting no runs in the first innings of uh, baseball games, most electric bet in baseball. It gets the b- blood boiling, gets you going, gets you pumped up. I think it was like the Phillies and the Mets. They scored a, I think the Phillies scored a run. So the, the bet then hit in the first inning. But I saw Andrew McCutcheon up to bat, and it just made me so sad. Be like, I miss him so much. He and now we have Alfred. I hope he comes back. I just like I was okay with him hitting a home run to blow my bet because I just want to see him do well. That's how much I love Andrew McCutcheon. Um, if we took guys who used to be on our team, like like if we went around the league, all thirty-two teams, and we took we players, we, we have the best it. X team of all time. Let's go. Let's go through it, Mike, real quick. Garrett Cole, you got one pitcher already. Garrett Cole, Tyler Glass, now Charlie Morton. Um, can't think of another starting pitcher. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, Mike, help me out. 
Who did you name already? Charlie Morton, Garrett Cole, Tyler Glass. Now, I mean, that's three studs right there. Um, yeah, two of them were in the World Series, I think. Um, let's see. Austin Meadows can play center field or right field. McCutcheon can play outfield. Josh Bell's first base. Although Josh Bell on COVID protocol dodged a bullet there. Dodged the bullet there. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank God we got rid of him because he's going to be out for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's whatever. Mike, we're going to have to do that. That should be a segment. We just have to create the ultimate uh, anti Buccos team, the team that play all the players that we got rid of. Um, our good friend, Neil Walker, uh, he's still a free agent. We should sign him back. Yeah. I mean, uh, who was it? The Phillies? They jerked him around last year. Come to the better side of the state, buddy. Come on back. Come on back to the Buccos. I'd take him. I'd take him in a heartbeat. We could use him. Oh, yeah. Um, he, can, he can still rake, I bet. He's still got a little bit. Oh, yeah. What but, uh, Mike. Here? Oh, never mind. Mark Melanson, he doesn't do anything. Still, though. Uh, Corey, Corey, Dixer, Corey Dickerson starts now. Starts in left for field for Miami. I mean. Yeah, he was okay. <laughs> he was okay. better there than he is here. Whatever. Um, Maybe we could say Ian Happ. Ian Happ, uh, he plays for the uh, he plays for the Cubs, but like he's from Pittsburgh. He should be on our team. He's never played for the Pirates ever, but he should be on our team. Um, but yeah, it's just it's. Uh, let's just bounce back. We gotta be strong. We gotta be strong. We can't give up yet. We can't write him in yet. We got time you left. I think the, the the true um the key for the season is every time we go to a game, every time Mike and Marty is present at a game, we have to win. If we have a winning record when uh either one of us or both of us go to ball games, I think that will be a successful season then. I think they should donate us season tickets. I think they should want us to be at every game. Yes, one hundred percent. If if they if we start going and they win. Yeah, if that's how it goes, and I think we know the answer, Buckos. I think we know. You might need to sign us, actually. Sign us to a 10-day. See what happens. Um, but there is a pause. There is one more little positive little uh, premonition to look at here. Normally, we said it last episode, every year, the Buckos start off, tra- or start off great, and they end up being trash. So we're starting off trash. What if we end up being great? This is true. I was about to say that, Mike. Um possible although the schedule does not get easier we got the cubs two more times after today we got uh slam diego four games in a row at home uh then we had the milwaukee so um we'll see how it goes you know that's the adversity we're gonna have to get through we're gonna have to play teams like that for late october because that's (laughs) why am i talking about late october (laughs) we need to play teams like this now so that way we're ready so we're ready for playoffs (laughs) <laughs> oh let's move on let's move on uh penguins uh absolute uh i gotta say it shit show of a game against the rangers the other night eight to four they got stomped on uh the rangers got three lucky goals in that game because it hit off of our own defenders and into the net tristan jari's first game uh back from injury looked insanely rusty it looked really bad casey the smith had to come in in relief and still gave up goals they played tonight against the Rangers again in New York. Uh, the Penguins have a problem, Mike. They can't win on the road. They're a very bad road team, and I we they gotta fix that. Uh, yeah, we saw that as soon as fans came back to 
uh, stadium, NHL stadiums or whatever you call those. As soon as we saw fans arenas. come back, arenas. arenas, but they won every game. They won every game. Um, yeah, but no, but like you said, they they have they've been having a tough time. Eighteen games left, back down to third in the East, four points behind the Islanders and Capitals, tied for first. So we're we're not we're not in a bad position right now. We're still in the t- we're still in the top four. We have uh, nine games. The next nine games are against teams not in the top four. So that should be that should be nice. That should be a good little confidence booster. Maybe trying to get your shit together kind of games. I mean, they just got to start winning on the road. I mean, we got the Rangers tonight. We got the Devils Friday. Then we get the Devils Sunday. All on the road. You have to win those games. Those are inferior teams. You have to win those games. Um, then we got a Flyers game at home. But then we're back on the road against the Sabres. Got to win that game. The Sabres stink. I mean, you got to win on the road. You're going to have to win on the road to win playoff series. Um, I think this team, it will get healthy eventually. They, they're still banged up. The goaltending has to be better. The power play has to be better. Um, penalty kill has to be pretty much special teams have to be better goaltending. And I'd say they have to get healthier. Cause I mean, people are saying that the pirates are like, I mean, not the pirates. Oof, don't, I can't call them the pirates. That'd be disrespectful. Yeah. The they have, Penguins, they're rent, pirates are rent free in your head right now, Martha. You look at all the, I gotta get them off my mind. Um, uh, the one image that lives rent free in my brain is the pirates, uh, getting two touchdowns by the Cincinnati Reds, 14 to one in the second game of the series. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a tough box. Score and then the out. next day it was like eight, nothing in the second inning. Yep. Um, okay. Back on the penguins. We gotta shake, that <laughs> off. shake it off, shake it off. Um, but uh, yeah, they just got to get healthier special teams uh, and goaltending needs to be better if they want to make a run in the playoffs. NHL ranks them 10th in the power rankings this past week. I think that's kind of high because I think people are thinking this team's a little better than they are, which, I mean, I think they have a chance to win it all, but they got to pick it up. They got to pick it up in all facets of the game because they're all important. Yeah, like you said, uh, the last two games, terrible. We gave up – we played no defense, gave up seven goals to the Bruins, eight to the Rangers. Three of those goals against the Rangers – um, or three of the goals the Rangers scored on us were the three were they, they went 100 on their power plays. Yeah, three of the awesome. goals were three of their power plays. We need to kill the penalty. Simple, simple. Number one, that's it. Prediction for tonight's game. I, guess I think we go off tonight. I think I think it's reverse. I think six to one, five to one, five to one. I like it. Friday, give me Friday too, since we got back to back at New Jersey Devils. Four two. But it's a late two. It's 4-1 the whole game. They get a little – their goalie comes out at the end of the game. They go empty net, and they get a cheap one at the end. 4-2. to two. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you on that. I like it, Mike. I'm going to ride with you on that. Um, you want to talk a little Steelers, Mike? Um, well, there's a little juju story that came out. Uh, go ahead and tell the people what happened. Oh, yeah. He was on a podcast the other day. and um, Not ours for some reason not ours yeah because he's a bomb i don't know he's, he's a little intimidated by us he knows our questions are tough we throw some curveballs in there he's not ready for it he'll get there um no but andy reed he almost pulled him to kansas city he said behind the steelers chiefs were number one they were right there he said he was constantly sending in pictures of the Lombardi trophy schmuck it didn't work andy reed andy reed trying to court juju take him out to a nice little fancy dinner go get some <laughs> beef ribs 
He's trying to find Don and wine him. Yeah, but uh, Kansas City ain't no Pittsburgh. Juju wanted to stay here. He didn't want to go. He knows he's valuable here. Um, another. Do you team like Juju was... even more, Mike? I know you're not a Juju guy. You like Juju even more now. Um, how can you not like him? He's so loyal. Loyalty is tough to find in sports nowadays. Yeah, I, I think I like him. I think he's he, he's right there. He's one more positive thing comes out in the news. He's on my good list. He's getting <laughs> a cre- he's getting a present for Christmas. <laughs> um, but but the Ravens they had the highest offer on the table. And Juju said he didn't even entertain their offer, even though they offered him the most, because they're a, he- a run-heavy offense who only throws to a tight end, Mark Andrews. So he didn't want any part of the Ravens, point blank. So that was and good they're, to hear. They're the Ravens. And they're, yeah, they're so straight the rivals. They're the Ratbirds. Yeah, he did say he respected the Chiefs. He didn't say he respected the Ravens. So yeah. a little shot, a little shot. Maybe. And uh, we'll do our Steelers. We're going to break down the entire draft on next show. Um, so, but it's still going to, we're going to preach the same guy that we want. We want Najee Harris. Um, I want Najee Harris. I think Mike's leaning towards Travis ETM a little bit. No, no. I said if, if Najee if, gets picked. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you hear but what yeah, Najee, Najee said about the Steelers? What? No. He said uh, Mike Mike T and the rest of the coaches, because I guess all the coaches got on, even like the defensive coaches, they all got on the call. He said the Steelers were the coolest one he talked to so far. They, I don't, like wait, they, that. they all got in the call for what? I don't know. I don't know what it was for, but uh, Mike Tomlin and the rest of the coaches gave Najee a call and they like had a conference call and they talked to him for a while. And he Probably said, interviewed him. Yeah. Yeah. He said that we were the coolest city that's talked to him so far. Nice. That's what we like to hear, baby. Let's go. I like we it. I like it. That big boy in a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform. Bring oh. back the power football, but he's a power back with finesse. And that's what we need. Because I have to admit, we are a finesse team. We're finesse. Steelers offense, we're finesse. Big Ben, all kinds of finesse, baby. That man's got wheels. He's got wheels. Oh, Dude, did you see the thing of him and uh, Shaq from years ago? Right oh. after we, right after he won a Super Bowl, the WWE. No, no, when he was playing horse with Shaq, Shaq came to his house. I think I've probably seen it, but uh, you're gonna have to send it, that to me again. That's it was hilarious. just funny. Yeah, they were just busting balls the whole time. Dude, Big Ben back in the day was a nut. He was a crazy man. <laughs> yeah, my favorite's yeah. the WWE with him in the offensive lineman. Oh wait. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that the other day. <laughs> they do the suck it. The the uh, it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. Um uh, but yeah, draft talk coming next week. You're gonna want to listen to that. Me and Mike, we're kind of like the Mike Mayock and uh Mel Kuyper of Pittsburgh. I just want to say this about the Penguins, just back to them for a second. I hope they're not like the Steelers last season when they start really hot and fall off completely. I just hope that doesn't happen. I hope that doesn't happen either. Woo! Hello, friends. It's Masters Week, baby. Masters Week. The Masters is here. Me and Mike, we're going to break it down so far. Filming on Thursday. So, uh, I mean, first round's, like, I guess almost done. It's 4.30 right now. Um, This course is a monster. It is absolutely dogging the players. It is running laps around all the players, how tough it is. It's firm. It's fast. There's wind. Wind at Augusta, when it's firm and fast, is never good. Um, some of the big dogs are struggling. Um, 
we're going to just, we're going to break it all down for you. We're going to give you our picks. Um, Mike, kick it off. Who are your picks to win? Um, I have Webb Simpson, Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, and Bubba Watson. Where are they all sitting right now? Um, well, now I have to change it because I'm looking, and uh, I guess they played another couple holes. But so Webb Simpson, he moved down to fourth. He's tied for fourth right now. Um, Jordan Spieth, he's tied for eighth. He moved up. Last time I looked, he was 14th. Um, Dustin Johnson is MIA. Oh, him and Bubba are both tied for 35th. Yeah. Um, so I had, uh, I had a couple more picks than you to win. Um, I went a little crazy. I have like 32 picks overall, but, uh, I'm just going to give you who I'm picked to win. I know a little bit of degenerate. Um, as of now, we're one, two, we're one, three and one so far. Um, we just got to keep battling. We got to keep battling, baby. Um, but who I have the win, Gary Woodland is my long shot. Cause he's like plus 10,000. Love my man, Gary, uh, Bryson Shambo. He's a nut. Probably shouldn't have bet on him, but I did. Sung JM, love him, the Korean. Patrick Cantley, no weaknesses. JT, Justin Thomas, who's also struggling. My man Brooks Kepka on the bum knee, actually kind of finished strong, even though he struggled on the back. DJ, like Mike, like Mike's pick. And then John Rahm, congrats to John Rahm and his wife, just had a little baby boy. Obviously, you had to put some money on the guy that just had a kid. Um, and now, where are they are all placed right now? Got to pull up the masters live standings real quick but mike this I mean, gary this woodland's tied for 20th gary i know was he plus one uh he is yeah plus one yeah uh i'm saying oof, that'd be a nice payday that'd right huge. there that'd um, be huge i gotta give a shout out my man uh fat pat patrick reed um the only guy to wave at me at the players when i went i don't think i really just dis- remember talking about him waving to me, yelled out, Pat, Pat, your favorite golfer, even though he's really not my favorite golfer. What's up? And he gave me a wave. And you know what? I'm, a, I'm kind of a Patrick Reed guy. Should have bet on him this week. He's two under. Just want to give a shout out to him. But um, Sungjae, tied for eighth. Uh, Rom, tied for 12th. Uh, and then Gary's tied for 22nd on my phone. Um, and then everyone else is just playing some bad golf. The Shambo's like plus four. He stinks. Um, where's my man, JT? JT's the big one. JT, where are you? Oh, when you can't find the guy on the leaderboard, there's a problem. Oh, there he is, plus three. Same with Patrick Cantley. So lots of ups and downs. We still got a shot. Um, so I'm really pulling for Gary. Gary's my guy. I've met Gary. Super nice dude. Um, but Mike, this course is ripping them apart. Just these guys apart. Three unders the lead. Harmon, Matsuyama, and Justin Rose are all tied at three under. I think that the end score, like the final score for this tournament, I think I don't think it'll get above ten under. I think like nine under or ten under wins it for you of how hard this course is playing. Unless it starts to rain and starts to get soft. If it stays firm the whole weekend, it's gonna be hard. Um, yeah, no, I need to I need to tune in. I didn't really watch any golf today. Um, That's all I did today. That's all I did today. How's that? Uh, how's some classes coming, Marty? Doing oh, your homework classes, today? My schoolwork is all done. I'm good. I'm ready to go. But, um, Mike, what do you think you could shoot at Augusta? 
18 holes. Um, 18 holes. What's par? 70? 70, yeah. Probably hit 170, maybe. <laughs> Over under probably 170? Probably not, too far, probably not too far from you, Mike. I'm probably around a 150. It's, it's <laughs> horse is a monster. Um, gorgeous. Looks gorgeous on TV. Um, did not have boots on the ground this year. That's a tough ticket to come by. But um, Masters, baby. Jim Nance, Sir Nick Faldo, and golf. Gotta love it. Uh, real quick, back to that Matt Wallace thing. I'm sure some of you guys might have seen uh, it on social media. It said he hit. He, it said he he took 33 shots on hole four. That was a typo, right? Yes, it was a typo. He got <laughs> okay, <a ball laughs> okay. That's some. That, that's that worse than my numbers. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. There's just so many good golfers out and. Uh, prediction for the cut, I'm going to go plus two, my prediction, what the cut will be for tomorrow. So all your guys who you bet on, they better be plus two or better. Okay, Mike. We got some NCAA basketball talk, Final Four, championship game. Uh, I probably watched the greatest college basketball game of my life in the second uh, Final Four game, Gonzaga-UCLA. Suggs hit that amazing shot, shot heard around the world. Uh, the bank is open. I call game. All those fun cliches. The tabled hop. Huh? The oh, yeah, table up. hop. That was sick. Uh, Tim A with the mustache and his finger guns, you know. Um, it's just, a, yeah, greatest game I've ever seen. Um, yeah. You know, it's a boring stat, but it caught my attention. Zaga only had two players off the bench. Kind of oh, wild. Grinders. 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 All, grinders. A lot of minutes. A lot of minutes. But um, that, that game was absurd. Um, UCLA, had, they, they only had one game plan going in that could have got them even close to it. And they executed it perfectly. Just punch for punch, blow for blow. Get some buckets, mid-range. Donnie Juzang. Johnny Juzang, two words. Johnny Juzang. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, good yeah, job. James, James Jackass threw in 19. Little white boy, I think. Yeah. Little Hispanic. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's move on from that topic, Mike. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, it was a good game. And then the first game was garbage. Uh, Baylor, Houston. Baylor killed Houston. Um, Mike, did you watch Miley Cyrus in, at the halftime between the two games? Yes, I did. She's back. I was very shocked. I, I was very confused on what was going on. She's back, baby. She's back. I, I forgot she existed for a hot second. She came out looking like Dog the Bounty Hunter with the, the shades and the all black singing cover songs of Queens, which she, she did a good job. She and then she tried to float them into her own music. She started with a cover yeah. and floated to her own music. Yeah, and it was good. Did. So, I mean, it was more entertaining than that Baylor-Houston game. So, I mean... We got something out of it, but uh, Gonzaga-UCLA, best college basketball game, and then that hyped everyone up for a whole day for the finals on Monday. Uh, Monday's game was late. I don't know why I had to start at 9.30. I was upset about that. Um, I need my beauty rest, Mike. And Baylor dominated from the jump. Wasn't even close. It was 9-0 before you knew it, and it was over. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. I'm just going to go back to Houston real quick because I didn't get to say anything. Um, Houston was no match. (laughs) Why didn't you you say something? Butt in. All right. Houston was no match. Baylor, they were a tier above the rest of the league with Zaga all year. 
and it showed that game. I mean, everyone thought Houston was, you know, no one thought Houston should have made it that far, underrated team to begin with. But, I mean, that was just absurd. They were no match. Jared Butler, four for five from deep, bucket. Macy Oteague, bucket. Davian Mitchell, bucket. Mullet Man Mayer off the bench, bucket, 12 points. When Baylor's hot, they are smoking. And Sasser and Quentin Grimes had good games for Houston, but two players doesn't beat five. It's simply math. All right, that's all I wanted to say. I agree. That was great insight. I'm sorry I cut you off and moved straight to the finals. Um, now talk about the finals, Mike. Give me your first. I'm going to let you go first. What did you think of that final game? Because I thought it was awful. So, I mean, I finally get to say this without being completely spited and spit on. Zaga didn't play enough high-caliber teams all year. They didn't. They didn't have a good enough schedule. Oh, yeah, they you weren't won. prepared. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want them I to win. I forgot you are going to say I am. I, they got their loss. I'm happy. They got their loss. Terrible game. Great outcome for me. Um, Baylor's incredible. Like I just said, when they're hot, they're smoking. They were hot, so they were smoking. Cause effect. Couldn't miss. Could not miss. Uh, Butler's just a beast. Davion Mitchell. I mean, dude, big uh, Vital. The man had 11 rebounds. He had eight offensive boards. Eight. He literally had four offensive boards in the first like three minutes of the game. So he was feasting. Um, yeah, this game was over before it even started. Um, Baylor wanted more. Gonzaga couldn't keep up. And I think it's a well-deserved championship for the Baylor Bears. Yeah. Um, Timmy, um, I'm excited to see if where he goes in the draft, what he does at the next level. No, dude, because he played so bad that game, he's coming back. You think? Yeah. Dude, but I am excited. We There's a lot of good players going into the league next year, entering the draft, um, between Baylor and Zaga alone. Um, it's also – how old's uh, – what's his name? Um, who hit the buzzer beater? I'm drawing a blank. Jalen Suggs? Yeah, he's only a freshman or sophomore, right? He's a freshman, so he'll he's gone. He was a one That's gone. That's insane, dude. He's a freshman. He's athletic. Mr. Athlete. He is Mr. Athlete. I mean, he's like he's supposed to be like a top five pick. Yeah, I mean, I'd he was an I think he was a Gatorade Player of the Year in football and basketball in high school. Yeah, that's insane. From Minnesota, from Minnesota, cold, cold leg Minnesota, like Minnesota. God, I, I don't know any of the lines. That's on. That's a little easy, right? Yeah. There we go. That's that all right. I know too. Cold like Minnesota. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but he's ice cold, cold in his uh, ice in his veins. Um, against UCLA, not so Just much. Wasn't Baylor. enough. Wasn't enough against. I mean, he still had like twenty-two points. He got in foul trouble early, so he, it it was tough. It, it was a tough game to watch, but uh, I think the the best team did win in the end. Um, Baylor lifts. Baylor lifts. I saw Baylor you put it on Twitter. I think Baylor lifts. Baylor lifts. Yeah, exactly. And uh, going to next year. The favorites for the championship, number one, Gonzaga, have the best odds. You know who's number two, Mike? Take a guess. Who's two best odds to win the championship? Baylor? No. FSU? Yes, baby. My Florida State Seminoles, because we have a top five recruiting class coming in, and we have some guys coming back next year. Hopefully it's our year. Disappointing end to the season this year. Hopefully the Seminoles come back ready to go next year. We are a basketball school, baby. You are, you are. I'm going to be riding the Knowles next year. Knowles, Pitt, and I might be a Baylor bandwagon guy now. I don't know. I, I like Baylor. 
Um, what, what about Kent State basketball, man? Kent State hoops. Oh, oh, if they're in the tournament, they're winning it all, but they need to get there first. <laughs> last note about Baylor, though. Last note. Um, there was a video I saw. I don't remember which player it was, but they just wanted it more. It was a it was a guy on defense. It was, like Baylor was on defense, and he tipped a pass. It went out of bounds, or it was like almost out of bounds. He dove out of bounds, saved it. In the same play, like Zaga got the ball back and swung it to the other side. He ran from out of bounds after he saved it, after tipping a pass, ran to the other side of the court and uh, contested a shot in the corner that made him miss a shot. I mean, that's just – that's hard. They had more heart. That's hard. That's, that's, that is hard. That's a football guy right there. That's a football guy playing basketball right there, Mike. Football. And football is uh, almost back. Football is almost back. Draft. Draft, and we'll, we'll talk about the draft next week. Now, Mike, it's time to talk about the real tournament, the most important tournament, the Frozen Four, hockey, college hockey, baby, at PPG Paints Arena. Mike will be there, boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, all these four northern teams are coming down to Pittsburgh. They're not ready for it. They're not ready for the hockey environment we have. Like, they're going to step into that stadium, and they're just going to feel it. They're going to feel it, and they're – they're going to fold under pressure. All of them. They're all going to lose. Pittsburgh's <laughs> going to beat them all. Uh, Crosby going to come out of the locker room and just play one on five and just destroy all of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm excited, though. I'm excited. It's the real final four, the frozen four. Um, a lot better than that BS we just saw, Houston, Baylor. Um, it's going to be it's going to be good games. Great games. We got UMass, Minnesota Duluth, Minnesota State, in St. Cloud State, four okay. teams that you never see make it this far in a basketball bracket. Exactly, exactly. So, Mike, who who's, who's who are your picks to go to the finals, and who's your winner? Um. Well, first and foremost, I am riding UMass to win it all, solely because my sister goes to UMass. One reason why, and UMass is a hockey school. Hockey school, and yeah, that's hockey that's school. how I got the tickets. And um, a women's basketball school. Yes, WBB and hockey. That's what they do. That's what they do. And I'm going to ride St. Cloud State on the other side of the bracket. Cool name. Great name. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to ride with Minnesota Duluth, the Bulldogs, to win it all. Um, okay. They're going to beat UMass. They're going to stomp on UMass. <laughs> um, like, literally just stomp on them, not let them up. They'll bleed hey, out. I still get um, my tickets. This is true. You get to go. Um, and then uh, next game, St. Cloud versus uh, Minnesota State. I'm going to go with the clouds. I'm going to ride with the clouds, the, the fluffy clouds. I think they're going to go to the championship against the Duluth Bulldogs, and the Duluth Bulldogs are going to get smoked. I mean, no, no. They're going to smoke the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to blow clouds. <laughs> the Minnesota, the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs are going to smoke the clouds uh, for the championship. Um, Wait, dude, I, I just looked it up. I didn't have, I had no idea where St. Cloud State was. Three of these four teams are in the same state. They're all from Minnesota. In Minnesota. <laughs> hockey State, I guess. Big hockey, hockey guys up state. there. It's the hockey ca state capital of the world. They got a lot of Canadians up there. Hey, Minnesota. Hey. It's the Soda, hey. eh? Hey, I like the, the syrup. Uh, not very good Canadian accent. It's turning into an Italian accent or something. I don't really know. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, I got St. Cloud uh, losing to Duluth Bulldogs and Mike Scott, UMass, beating the, the Clouds. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll have boots on the ground, and uh, I'll keep you updated from the from the stadium tonight. But I'm only going, actually, to the second game because the other game starts in eight minutes. So. Oh, Mike. <laughs> Come but We'll on. get the real game. We'll get the real game on. The UMass. Duluth versus UMass. I got the Bulldogs, baby. All right. Bulldogs I'm riding Minutemen. Nope. Nope. They're Minutemen. They're going to go so fast. They're going to KFC, KFC Minuteman. They're just going to run laps around you in a minute. In a minute. The Duluth Bulldogs are grinders. Well, the Minutemen have time on their side. Uh, but, uh, Mike, another big event. Month away. We're officially one month out from the Riverhounds, Pittsburgh, Riverhounds soccer club starting their season. Are you pumped or what? Highmark Stadium on the river by the train tracks. Elite location, prime location. Yeah, prime location, Station Square, right by Texas Day Brazil. So you can go get some Brazilian uh, meats after the game. Um, I I mean, no better tailgating, no better tailgating than at a Highmark Stadium. We got to give, yeah, we got to give our River Hounds some love. I mean, they're only one league down from the MLS. I think they'll be an MLS team in the future. Maybe like 2023 is when they want to be an MLS team. So that would be sick for, for professional teams. For professional teams, all we need is basketball. Yeah, they're very good. Uh, they're a good uh, team, like a very good soccer team in their league. They're one of the top ones every year. River Hounds? Yeah. You know, I just – I've never actually watched a Riverhounds game at that stadium, but I've been there like five times throughout high school because of our uh, our girls and guys team seem to make it to the championship like every year back in high school. Me and Marty attended North Catholic for our listeners who do not know that. Uh, do you, you you ever go to any of those games? Yeah, I have. And I mean, they were uh, it's a great atmosphere. It is. It's electric. That's all there is to it, say about it. It is electric. I've been the one Riverhounds game. It was pretty sick. It really? was fun to watch, actually. Yeah, it was actually a fun game to watch. Uh, Pretty fast pace for a soccer game, in my opinion. Is it the same environment as a uh, like overseas, like European and stuff, like in no. England? No, <laughs> I've never been to an overseas game, but I can tell you right away just from watching it on TV. They're not even close. Arsenal, Liverpool, all those teams—they go balls to the walls, die hard. They're like Steelers fans over there. No, uh, Probably. no mid-game bottles of piss being thrown around. No, no, no flare guns being shot off in the middle of the game. <laughs> No, none of that at uh, at the Riverhounds games. No, no. Um, maybe for an MLS team, maybe. Maybe. I played. I just – this hit me. I, I played. I played at the stadium in eighth grade and seventh grade. For soccer? I played here, yes. St. Alexis. We made it to the Final Four. We lost, but we made it to the Final Four, and we were getting blown out, so they put me in a goalie in seventh grade. I played on this field. It's Who a did you lose to? Did you lose to St. Al's? I did. We did. Yes. <laughs> yes. Marty went that to St. Al's. I went to St. Alexis. I lost to Marty's school in the final four in seventh grade. Stomped <laughs> on us. Absolutely stomped on us. Anthony Ravetti just torched you guys. Dude, insane. It was it was bad. <laughs> it was like Anthony Ravetti, uh Chief. Uh Owen uh, Dockerty. Owen Dockerty uh just absolutely stomped on you guys. Do you remember Tubby? Uh, Ryan Rothermel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went St. Alexis, so he was like all we had. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was oh, funny. 
Funny. Mike, what happened? Why'd you give it up? Um, I give played for soccer. one season and it was literally just to try to get this girl and it didn't work. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> no, it's all right because she has an elite record of boyfriends and I'm probably going to cut this part out of the podcast. Oh, uh, okay. I, I stand no chance. Okay. Ladies, man, Mike, just couldn't pull it off. Um, yeah, no, but Riverhounds, that's going to be elite. Frozen Four coming up tonight, elite. Great sport. There's a great time for sports in the world. In, in the world you know who else in, is elite? there's nothing better than all these sports. Nothing. You know who also is elite? Paul what? Pierce. Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce is elite. Paul Pierce. He just got fired by from ESPN. Uh, I'm sure all of you have seen the Instagram live video of him with some uh, fine ladies of the night. Ladies uh, of the evening. <laughs> ladies of the evening. It looked like there was some kind of party going on at his house. He looked like he was very intoxicated, um, looked very hammered, and uh, looks like he was just having a good time, and ESPN fired him for it. Which he Strap. did, huh? which in his drunken stupor he did call out. He, he, he predicted it. He goes, man, ESPN going to fire me for this one. <laughs> and they did, and I hope he joins Barstool someday. But – um. The, the best part about it probably wasn't the video coming out. It was the next day. He didn't tweet until like halfway through the second half of the Gonzaga uh, UCLA game. And he just said, good morning. And it was like 1050 at night. He said, good morning. yeah, so funny. Absolutely hilarious. He's a clown. Um, he beat life already. He's just, he's just having fun now. He beat life. He's just doing the side missions now. He's, yeah. he's having a great time. <laughs> I mean, he's got an NBA championship. Um, he worked for ESPN for like five years. I mean, he's he's a he's an NBA. He was an NBA all so many NBA All Stars. Probably has a gold medal. I mean, he's the he's, truth. He's, he's, he's just the he's truth. The truth. He's a, one of the best uh, uh, videos of all time when he played for the Washington Wizards when he bank shot a shot in the playoffs to win the game. He's like, he's like, I don't call uh, bank. I call game. In the post-game interview, it was one of the funniest things ever. But yeah, Elite. Paul Electric. Pierce, if you ever want to come on the pod, let us know. Uh, yeah, no, if you want to join our team, here. if you want to join the Mike and Marty team, um, I heard that your uh, your services are available. Yeah, uh, we need a secretary. We need a coffee guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you can be our coffee guy. You can bring us coffee and donuts. Uh, yeah, no, but yeah, come on the podcast anytime. We'll get all the fine wine you need. Either, even though it looks like you were on a little more than just wine that night. Great, great video though. If you haven't seen it yet, go look it up. He's trashed. Um, yeah, and that's a professional reporter right there, baby. Woo! Okay, we're bringing an old segment back. Me and Mike are going to talk about what grinded our gears this week. Uh, Mike, I got two. First, hard body season is very hard. It is hard to do. I've kind of hit a wall. I've cut down about fifteen pounds. Um, it's just trying to get over the hump, trying to get to that 20 mark, trying to get to the 25 pound mark. Um, especially when you're in college, um, a lot of eating out, a lot of other stuff, tough to be healthy sometimes. Um, it's just, it's hard. It's it's grinding my gears. It's tough. And it's really just grinding my gears on myself. I'm not really blaming anyone for it. It's just me not (laughs) being as committed as I should be. Um, uh, how's hard body season going for you, Mike? Um, I, I, I can't seem to gain weight. I just can't. That's it. That's all about it is for me. I can't gain weight. Can't gain any muscle. 
Um, and then Mike, this second one, this one's a little more important. Um, uh, Primanti Brothers has sold out. They're sellouts, they're sellouts. The month of April, uh, they're partnering with King's Hawaiians, uh, the Rolls, and they're making a Hawaiianized uh, Primanti sandwich. Now, it sounds like a good sandwich. Uh, on their, the exact words on their Instagram, this bad boy takes things up a notch with capicola, spicy uh, Canadian bacon, Swiss cheese, tomatoes, French fries, coleslaw, and honey Dijon mustard. Sounds delicious, right? Sounds good. This is what grinds my gears, Mike. It is on a soft and flush, flush, fluffy King's Hawaiian sliced bread. Last time I checked, Mike, we used Mancini's sliced bread. Last time I checked. What the hell is this? Three words. This is bull. Permanis went Hollywood. They went Hollywood. When has Permanis ever partnered with anyone? Uh, they haven't. They, they're Unless it's out. Pittsburgh. Unless it's like Iron City or the Steelers or the Pirates. Or uh, maybe we'll, uh, spawn, they'll be partners with – Bud Light or something, but King's Hawaiian, the Hawaiian bread. Now, Hawaiian's rolls are delicious. And I'm sure the sliced bread's delicious too, but that's not Permani Brothers. That's King's Hawaiian. That's what grinded my gears this week, Mike. No, preach it. Preach it. That's messed up. That's not Pittsburgh. That's not, that's foreign. That's foreign to the city. This, uh, my grinding my gears for this week is how professional athletes can't keep their hands to themselves. Deshaun Watson's uh, cases are up to 22 sexual assault cases filed against him, I believe. 22. 22 ladies have stepped forward and said at least once, but sometimes, but but for some of these women on multiple occasions, he has made them do, I'm not even going to talk about it. He's, he's sexually assaulted them. Dude, you're a millionaire. You're making so much money. You don't need that. We talked about it last time. You, if you, like some celebrities just don't have games, some athletes don't have game. Okay, well that doesn't mean you get to go around and start touching people because you got money. Keep it to yourself. Just, just you're you're going to jail for a long time, bud. You're you're screwed. Um, just professional athletes, get it together. Did you know, uh, Mike, that uh, he found most of these women on Instagram as like a massage therapist on Instagram? Like that's really creepy. He like sent the messages in their DM saying, can you like give me a massage? Dude, this sounds like something that would be on like SVU, Law and Order. <laughs> like, <laughs> or Dateline. It's a Dateline. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. has, has any of these women been underage? No. That's, I guess, the positive from all this? <laughs> like there's no positives. <laughs> yeah, this is terrible. It's terrible. He's an idiot. Um. Yeah, that's what grounded my gears. Professional athletes being absolute freaking creeps i like it i like it mike um really help i mean it's just not it's weird it is weird uh so i said that the texans planted all these women i think deshaun watson's just a creep now <laughs> i think he's the issue i yeah i thought that was uh i was with you i was cons- conspiring against it saying they just wanted to keep him in houston but he going to jail Woo! and now for a very special edition of the Happy Birthday Hype Up, Michael Breen the Seventh, also known as the number one sandwich maker. 
eighth grade basketball hotshot winner, Bucko's Enthusiast. Hey, Marty. It's going to be a great year. 